Coming up next on the V3 Transportation Podcast, we'll be talking with William Brown, a trucking industry veteran who worked as a dispatcher before hitting the road as a professional driver. Today, William is a team driver in the V3 fleet. Here's a preview of our interview as William discusses one of his keys to success as a professional driver. It's hard in our business and in anybody's business, like I said, to not commingle your home life with your livelihood. It's going to happen. They're going to meet somewhere, but you have to learn how to juggle the two effectively so one isn't affecting the other. Welcome back to the V3 Transportation Podcast, and thanks for connecting with us on the Podwheels Network. In this edition of the podcast, we'll be talking with William Brown, who along with his wife Rebecca have been part of the V3 straight truck team fleet since February of 2018. Prior to making a career change to get behind the wheel as a professional driver, William was first introduced to trucking as a dispatcher for another fleet. As you guys will hear on this podcast, William's time in fleet management has helped to provide him with a unique perspective on the value of teamwork and building relationships between a company's driving community and the people in the office supporting those drivers as they move down the road. Earlier this fall, William took some time to write a blog post for the V3 driving community that discussed the keys from his perspective on building strong relationships between fleet management and the fleet on the road. V3 Transportation President John Slider fought so much of William's blog post that he shared it with the V3 office staff, and then John took the next step by asking the V3 podcast to connect with William for the interview that you are about to hear. We started our conversation with William by looking at what kind of understanding and empathy that a fleet manager or dispatcher needs to bring to that particular job. Here's what William had to say. Hey William, thanks for joining us here on the podcast and I'd like to start out by using your unique experience in the industry to talk about what dispatchers and professional drivers should expect from each other and how everybody should try to work together. So let's start by talking about expectations and those first steps to gaining an understanding and your thoughts on building a relationship. I wouldn't quite expect a dispatcher unless they've been over the road for a certain amount of time to understand everything that goes on on the road. And the same goes from the driver's perspective. The biggest thing that you and I touched on prior that I think would help driver retention and help things go a lot smoother would be to develop a relationship with dispatch. Try your best to realize that you're only on the phone with these folks maybe 5, 10, 15 minutes a day, if that. If not a week, just realize that things happen in dispatchers' lives just as they do in drivers' lives. Don't try to do the dispatcher's job. Hopefully, they'll show the same respect and realize that you are the eyes that are on the scene and you can only give them what you can see and what you've been told. In the interim, maybe the two of you can work together and make every situation go as smooth as possible. Well, when I'm hearing you say it's about mutual respect and trust. Right. And know that you're not trying to pull one over on dispatch and know that dispatch isn't trying to short sell you just to accomplish a goal. You've been in this business long enough and I've been around it for 20 years as well. It's easy to get jaded about what you hear, right? There's a lot of things that are mood based. And I'll expound on that by saying that it amazes me how much drivers truly think they know about what's going on in the office environment 
when in fact they spend so little time around the office. Dispatchers are going to learn in time the drivers that either won't say no or will say no or will try to counter offer every single run that they call them on or want to hem-haw around or almost get it to a point to where the dispatcher feels as if they're having to beg them to do their job. The staff and the family, I guess you could say, more so than anything that works at the home office in Seville, they are so knowledgeable. If you call and you ask a question of someone, you don't hear, I don't know. You hear, I'm not really up to par on that. Let me get you in touch with so-and-so who is. And they really make an attempt to follow through and answer your question. Now, is it going to be the same minute, the same day, the same week? It depends on how complex your question is. With me being prior military and a lot of the people that run for V3 being prior military, I try wholeheartedly to emphasize a chain of command. And what I mean by that is your first contact needs to be your fleet owner, whoever your fleet owner is, if you're not an owner operator. Of course, then you would be your first point of contact. And then you go from your owner operator to maybe a fleet liaison or a mentor, which I know for a fact V3 has mentors in both the vans, the sprinters, the straight trucks, and the tractors. It's really up to the driver to find out who these folks are and go to them with their questions. Open up a real good line of communication with your fleet owner and find out what your true potential is. What I mean by that is ask your fleet owner, when it's dead where I am, how far can I go to chase the freight? What can I do? You know, if I know I'm limited on what I could spend on fuel or do you trust me enough to have an open fuel card within reason and let me go from here to where I know the freight's better and not necessarily have to sit around for 24, 36 hours waiting on a paid move. So what I'm hearing you say is that it's really about teamwork. It is. Teamwork comes in time, but first, knowing what everyone's role is and knowing the questions to ask and not coming into this industry completely blind. Let's do a little public service here, a little role playing. Let's say that I'm thinking about getting into this industry. I'm looking at different opportunities. I've found a fleet owner who runs with V3, and now I am a driver who's out there running for a fleet owner. I'm new to the business. What are four or five things that you're going to share with me to kind of get me going to be successful? The first thing would be, are you in a van or are you in a straight truck? Okay. Let's say that I go to the straight truck. Okay. And the reason... I need clarification on that is because the freight lanes are completely apples and oranges when it comes to the two. The freight itself is, uh, there's a lot of times you'll haul sprinter freight in a straight truck. There's a lot of times you'll haul up to 9,400 pounds, give or take. The biggest thing is finding your freight lane. That's one of the key words I keep hearing and have heard the whole time I've been an expedite is you've got to find your freight lane. That's looking at either maps that people have put out in the past or even Going to your fleet owner or even to Treva, who is one of the directors at V3 over transportation and saying, hey, what was last season like around this area? What was this area like last month? How am I looking within a 200 mile radius of where I am? Don't use a lot of crazy lingo because the dispatcher's time is really limited. The longer they're on the phone, the less time they're spending trying to find freight for everyone and keep us all productive. The less you can call dispatch, the more productive it's going to be for everyone. That falls back in line again with the chain of command issue. Keep in touch with your fleet owner. Find out what's the latest you can call him 
just to chat him up or her up. If it's not a dire emergency and can wait to the next day type of situation, keeping the maintenance up on your truck is key because when your truck's down, you're down. You're not making revenue. And then before you just throw your hands up and make a decision to go somewhere, call your fleet owner. If you don't like what your fleet owner has to say, call V3 and they will put you in touch with the right person. There's someone there for you to talk, vent, rant, something just to hear you out and then at the end go, okay, do you feel better? Yeah. 90% of the time, you're going to say, yeah, I do. And it might have been the most ludicrous rant or ridiculous thing that you had to say that day, but there was just someone there that happened to lend an ear and go, all right, well, I'm glad you feel better. Is there anything else I can do for you? No, that's all I needed. Yeah, and the idea that when you're out there, you don't want to let things fester. If you've got something that's bothering you, you should bring it up. Driver-itis, Greg. Driver-itis is my little phrase for it where as a driver you have nothing but time to sit and drive and think and stew on everything i mean home life everything that's not being done at home man this past paycheck wasn't exactly what i anticipated it being if you're a solo driver and you have a family at home you know my wife just called and chewed me up and down and wanted to know how long we needed to float this a lot of drivers they base things thinking that it's 100 percent the carrier's fault we work for the customer and we still have to show our prospective carriers the same respect as we do our customers I was looking at the blog post, and we've talked a little bit about this, and you have a section in here that's called the driver's role. One of the ones you've got in here is be easy to get along with, work with your dispatchers to get the task done, and then you place within reason, obviously, everybody's got to be on the same page. Understand that dispatchers are looking at the bigger picture. We talked a little bit about that. Minimize your daily hours of service, obviously. It's kind of like using your own personal fuel tank, because when that clock starts, it doesn't stop. Yep, use your time wisely. And that's especially for solo drivers that are on e-logs now. Use your time wisely. Accept loads that pay you what your general worth is for the day. What sounds to me, and I've talked to many drivers over the past 20 years, from those conversations and the one that we're having here, sounds to me that to be successful in the driver's seat, you need to make sure that you never get too high or too low, too excited about things or too down. Those are easy things to fall into. Hey, I'm Take it a- day by day. It's more commonly known as situational depression. Depression may be a little too strong a word. Highs and lows, more or less what you said. It's hard in our business and in anybody's business, like I said, to not commingle your home life with your livelihood. It's going to happen. They're going to meet somewhere, but you have to learn how to juggle the two effectively so one isn't affecting the other. One of the biggest things we were talking about, what I would tell someone that was coming into the industry that was fresh is, this isn't a nine to five. Don't even come in here expecting that. This isn't Monday through Friday and take every weekend off. If you want to see revenue, if you want to generate revenue and generate the numbers, you have to stay out three to four weeks or longer, depending on how much you enjoy being out here, to see the revenue. A lot of people don't concern themselves with this or worry about it, but the vehicle you're in has a payment, has insurance, has maintenance, tires, a myriad of things, permits. When that van or that truck or that 18-wheeler isn't rolling, that money's got to be found from somewhere, and there's only so long you can steal from Peter and pay Paul. Exactly. And I think that most folks that are listening to us who are owner-operators immediately understand this. 
business because they are running their own business. If you're part of a fleet that is running under V3's authority, your fleet owner is going to make that very clear to you in terms of the truck's got to move and you're going to work things out. To me, it's about setting expectations. Before you get in the truck and you start driving, you, as someone behind the wheel, as a professional driver, have a set of expectations. Your fleet owner and the company that you're driving for, they have a set of expectations. Now, we know that this is trucking and we're not going to meet expectations every day. But if we meet them most days and we understand each other on the days when we don't meet expectations, then you're going to be okay. One of the biggest words to use in the expedite industry as a whole is potential. Anybody that came into this, I wouldn't say, look, you are flat out guaranteed to make such and such amount every day, every week, every year. I would say from the research I've done, this is the potential that you have the ability to make. It depends on you. And this is the truth. These fleet owners, they hand you just about every tool you need within reason to do the job, to do it effectively. The rest is up to how far you're willing to run, what you're willing to haul. I've known of people to haul things as small as a Splenda pack all the way up to an air conditioner for a jumbo jet. Some of the stuff we haul is ridiculous, but it pays the bills. It's all about serving the customer. That's what the customer yeah. needs at the time. Exactly. With V3, it's been amazing from the word go. I have not, nor has my wife, ever been happier with any other occupation that I'm aware of that we've both been involved in. It's been remarkable. I can't say remarkable enough. They treat us like family. They take care of us. They watch over us. They just make sure things are going smooth, and they truly, truly care. John will call you sometimes in the middle of the night just to chat, ask how you're doing. He's got one of the biggest hearts of any owner or any one person that I believe I've ever met. And what I'm hearing you say is that you've got incredible support knowing that people have your back and if you're willing to work that you will be successful and you can really enjoy it. Well, I'll tell you one, we've been home this total week for doctor's appointments and things that need to be tended to. This is the first time that I can tell you in a long, long, long time, if ever, that I've taken a week off and been monetarily secure, financially secure, and not been stressed out the whole time I'm home. You know, I owe that, so does my wife, to V3 for looking after us, taking care of us. In February, we'll have been with V3 a year. And the things that I've seen personally and heard of V3 doing for owners, drivers, a ton of folks, is just unreal. You just don't hear of these things. I couldn't write a book on all the things that V3 has done. I'm not going to go into detail, but it's a lot. Let's just put it that way. It's a lot. And the people that have been touched by V3 and really appreciated it, they know what I'm talking about. That's all the time we have for this edition of the V3 Transportation Podcast. We'd like to take this opportunity to thank William Brown for sharing his time and perspective with us right here on the podcast. Now we'll have more interviews and features coming your way in the near future on the V3 Transportation Podcast Series. Once again, everyone, we'd like to thank you guys for listening to us on the Pod Wheels Network. And as always, let's stay safe out on the roads.